0: Hi everyone, uh, last week we were in Mumbai and we had the privilege of hosting Anna uh, or as most people know him, Sunil Shetty on the Barbershop. It was a deeply fascinating conversation. Uh, for me personally, uh, my equation with him started almost 9 or 10 months back when out of the blue, uh, he gave me, he, he you know, called me on video uh, on my WhatsApp number. I didn't have his number stored, I didn't know him. Uh, But I saw his profile picture, so I thought it was a fan of him uh, who was calling me up. But it was during that 18-hour workday LinkedIn episode, uh, maybe a couple of days into that episode where he called me up and uh, he gave me a few words of comfort. I couldn't believe for the first five minutes that I'm talking to him. Uh, But he let that sink in and then he kind of like his name, Anna, as an older brother, he told me all about how to handle pressure and how to handle negativity. And it was just one of the most incredible and kind things that someone has done uh, but uh, you know he's of course uh, well known as an action hero and a bollywood superstar but what is lesser known about him to the public is um, you know his uh, stint as an entrepreneur while he was in school his investments and how he continues to be part of the founder ecosystem uh, in india uh, this episode explored a lot of those uh, aspects of his life and his personality and for me uh, I was starstruck through all of it, as you will uh, see in the episode, but it was just fascinating and extremely enlightening for me as well. So, hope you enjoy the episode as much as I did. Take care. Anna, welcome to The barber Shop.
1: Thank you so much for doing this. Um, so, I'll just give you some context of why we do The Barbershop. Um, we started as a small project of conversations with founders and entrepreneurs
0: and operators. but just ballooned into a place where people come and share experiences and our entire objective is after someone comes and watches
1: an episode of The Barbershop, out of all of them, even if one person feels,
0: hey, I need to get out of my comfort zone and start my own business or become entrepreneurial in my own way, we feel we have become successful.
1: Brilliant. That's why I want to grow up and be like you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I start small and be big. <laughs> oh, but brilliant. I'm happy for you. And, you know, you, you went into a space Okay, if you would uh, venture into and uh, still own that space, so that's brilliant. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. And Pune boy means uh, Marathi. That's what I'm saying. Out of. Uh, that means a lot more, no? Yeah. All of us, uh, you know, for me, and this is my karma movie, but uh, it's given me so much. So uh, You know, it keeps telling, reminding people that Mumbai, Pune, Maharashtra mm. uh, gives so much to you. Yeah land of opportunities. I heard you talk on the phone in Marathi, yeah. And I've never heard you t- talk in Marathi on screen. So, I was pleasantly surprised, but then I thought if you've lived in Bombay for so long, it's lovely dudes and restaurant trade. So, you know, the only boys we had working then was the the, the boys who came from South Canberra or the ones who were local Maharashtrian and the only boys who stayed with you as long as you wanted them to, you know, so... Uh, that's why i said the legacy that my father left with me when it came to people was unreal and that's probably what has triggered up anything in in my behavior uh, whether as an entrepreneur or as an individual uh, you know professional actor yesterday um we had an episode with uh, avnish bajaj i don't know whether you know him he's the founder of matrix partners yeah. india and Avneesh said something really interesting he said in fact, he re-quoted Sam Altman when he said, the first 18 years of your life shape you more than the most recent seven years of your life. Absolutely. So, talk a little bit about the initial years, the legacy of your father, getting into business as early, uh, a culture of holding people close so that it becomes familial more than transactional. Talk about a little bit about what shaped, what became business. Mindset and, for you, you know, for me... Uh, I think, of course, dad's experiences and what I went through with him uh, what put, it is, always does matter. And, and, and it's impacted me on on everything and anything that I do. But I think what really shaped me was uh, my parents making sure that I got into sport at a very, very early age. You know, so even if I, I think even when I was two, I was at something or the other, which means my hand-eye coordination, senses, everything was right. Uh, then getting into a school where there was a lot of activities that happened, so which means a team. So, so you know, school, team, uh, celebrating loss, everything taught me that everything is good in life. Yeah, it is, You don't have to worry about anything because if we won, we won together. We lost, we lost together. We lost once, we won another time. Then came martial arts in my life, okay? how uh, martial arts came to me probably when I was 11 or 12 years old. As uh, young. Uh, and sensei pervades per- per- mystery. This someone who I'm, I genuinely believe is the only sensei that this, 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 uh, this side of the country had, uh, a, a true guru, you know, whom you learn from, who teaches you values, who teaches you power, when to use, not to use, what it does to you, then made me instructor. So I think these are the things that shaped me. With that, believing anything that you want to do and anything you're happy doing, go ahead and do it. You know, which went, you want to stay with the, in the restaurant trade with me? Go ahead. If you don't want to, do what you want. One opportunity, do what you want. So when I was 18, I started Mischief, probably one of the strongest brands that ever was in the retail space. But I didn't know how to grow it into what it is today. But Mischief was the store that even today I travel all over the world and people don't say, I remember your store Mischief. You know, New York Times wrote about it. So that skill came to me then. And that is purely because dad said, grow. You know, never stopped me. So I think that is very important. And like you said, the first 18 years shape you. I believe the first eight years can shape, shape a kid. And that's why I tell any parent that when it's a child, involve yourself with them. Befriend them. There shouldn't be no such word as no. Let them understand. Teach them in their own way, and 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 let them just bloom. Let them just grow, because that's when you make your choices. You know, and uh, I think that that spot for me uh, has been my be all and end all. And then parent doting parents who said, "Do what you want." All of this was in Mumbai. Where did you go? Everything was in Mumbai. I was born in uh, Mangalore because. Mom had gone for delivery. Uh, I think I was a baby that was in a hurry, so I really let Mom reach the hospital. You know, I was born at home, and Mom said, you were in a hurry all the time. And then, probably she realized that energy in me, me being very naughty and, you know, inquisitive, creative. So, when we came down to Mumbai, that's when it all uh, opened up then, you know. Dad's restaurant was in a very conservative area. Uh, I mean, I won't say it was a notorious area also, gangs and stuff like that. Which part of Mumbai was Lamington Road, you know, and that's where the first, the Golden Gang of, of Mumbai came up and, and there was a history to that. And though it was a great place for his business, he didn't want the kids to grow up in this area because he says, if I allow them to get into a particular age in this area that would probably impact them and the way they think. So he moved to Neapian City Road. He borrowed, begged, stole, uh steal, but uh, but uh, did that and moved into Neapian City Road. He said, you know, better culture, better schools, better people, and uh, all these little little things have stayed with me because you do you can do a lot in life later, but you watch and learn. Yeah, you know, and and kids watch and learn and. So, I think that's where I picked up a whole all of those of things. Like, how did you make lessons? Sorry. how did you find, like I'm thinking back to your 16, 17, 18, you would have probably in 10th, 11th standard. Yeah. Going to school, working
0: at your rather restaurant, being a sensei instructor and now opening a store. How do you, how did you find the time to do all of these things as
1: someone preparing for their board
0: exams or, you know?
1: Having the first crush or girlfriend in life. I think that's true. That's true. You know, nobody asked me this kind of a question. You know, it's a very, very interesting question. And and uh, I was very wary at interview because I hate interviews. And uh, uh, it's only when I have to promote because I'm an actor and the producers expect me to and I want to. I talk about my product, but mm, super questions. So I'm, I'm glad that I'm doing this with you. You know, I guess that's when my... Time management and, uh, skills came. in. I was early to school. I wanted to play cricket for the school, which I did play. I was the school captain. So school started at nine, which means I went to the ground at five. Oh wow! You know, I went. To, so my day began before the sun rose, and and then ended when I was tired. You know, with with whatever I did. Uh, break, lunch break, an hour. School opposite. Mom says, no, you have to eat own cooked food. So, I used to run home, eat quick. See, all those habits of eating quick, all these habits come when, when you're growing up. So, I think I I managed time well. And because of that, I was very excited to make money and work with dad or for dad. Uh, so, I used to, luckily for us, it was 10 plus 2 plus 3. Okay, So, when 2 came up, I got out of school and went to a private school. When I went to a college, my kid, friends didn't get in, so I went back to another school for them. And those timings were apt for me. I think at school, started at nine, finished at one, okay? So after one, I went to the restaurant. So I gave dad that break till five, six, seven, eight in the evening. Huh. Then I'd go and train. So I think these time management skills, and because my days were long, I was able to pack in. And I had the enthusiasm to... To want to do things because I was a sportsman, you know. So that energy is always is the doping, mean that you get early in the morning when you get out of that gym keeps you going, uh, you know, through the day. And I think that's kept me going through my life. You know, I I have that energy and my day still starts at five in the morning. Hey, like, for example, we um, we uh, had on the barbershop Viren Raskin. I don't know whether you had yeah. the chance to meet him. He was the captain of yeah. the IMDA Architect in Ireland, runs Olympic go West, but is a strong believer that sport as an institution is the most powerful way to uplift society and olympic medals is his way to do it so for example when Bai chanu won the silver at tokyo yeah. her entire community uh, in in Manipur is now lifting weights and we are all younger the way five six seven so that's what happens when you have a hero that's when you believe in someone and you follow someone you know that's what's happening that's where the word extracurricular activity in sport needs to be out Absolutely. sports need to be a subject and should be one of the leading subjects because that's when you learn to lean, That's when you learn to lose. That's when you learn to win, you know, and you realize that that's all a part of life, especially in today's virtual it, it, world, like I call it, where, you know, likes matter more than personally appreciating each other and being honest to each other. I think it's the need of the art. It's the need of the art, you know, all this, I mean, Clinical issues with depression, I I understand, you know, it needs to be looked at differently. Look, needs to be dealt with very, very sensitively. But forced upon depression is what we are going through. I mean, I look at Twitter and somebody is thrashing me, and I, say, if I'm going to take it to heart, and because, and I'll take it to heart when I'm not connected with the real world. The minute I'm connected with the real world, I'm not going to take all that crap to heart. So. And only sport is that real world. Only creativity is that real world. You know, um, doing something uh, other than just the curriculum in school is very important. So I think a lot needs to change for things to change. I remember we we got connected, and I was I was fanboying at that time. Uh, but it was one of the sweetest things, and I, I moment that happened, I went. Uh, to the office and I told my entire team and everyone was very happy and all of that and thanks to Karan for making that happen yeah. but I remember when uh, one year back when that LinkedIn post had gone yeah. kind of viral and I was getting thrashed and unlike you I am not someone in the public I or famous so for me it was uh, I remember Sasha and I were talking and I was like you, like, what did I say that was that wrong but when you called me and you said just get your eyes off the screen yeah. and the world hasn't changed at all absolute so First of all, thank you for doing that. It was you didn't need to, uh, and it was the sweetest gesture possible, and kind of uh, you know made me feel that okay, validation from you, uh, especially you've spoken about being hardworking yeah. and you know all the essence of what that what I've written. But um, that was that was something which really gave confidence, and we kind of were able to. No, but that's what even kept me sane through my journey. You know, uh, people said don't get married because you're becoming an actor. You should be single. I said, really? Oh, then I need to get married. you know. <laughs> uh, you know, kids, first year. I was born first year. I think 11th month, she was out there saying, Papa. Yeah. So, I broke all the norms. because It didn't matter to me. I knew I was a master when it come, came to martial arts. So, I knew there was something in me that, that could set me apart. And I worked on that. And I, I still, I, I mean, probably not there among the so-called top few and, and, and the top whatever. But I'm relevant, you know. And that's what matters. Being happy is what matters. Family is what matters. So, and like I said, for you also, it it was it it was that world that was tr- uh, troubling you. For us, it was it the same thing was done by publications. You know, they they got you when they wanted to. They created controversies when they wanted to. They got you linked when they wanted to. And every time that magazine came home. I believe that I was getting to know a lot more about the industry, but I realized it was impacting my mind. So that day and today, nothing related to film, excepting uh, uh, the film business-related uh, magazines, came home. I stopped everything. I didn't read it. It didn't matter to me. When somebody spoke about it, I said, "You know what? You let it be, and let me be." So. At times we have to be that blunt, also, you know. Right. And that's exactly how I managed it, and and uh, probably I was that ostrich at that time, but it worked for me. Okay. Like, well, it works for you, works for you, you know, absolutely. It, it helped because the moment I deleted the app, I logged off. Then the volume halved again. Absolutely, instantly. Absolutely, insane Well, come back, Anna. Come back to, uh, to your sixteen-year-old self in the restaurant, learning tricks of business. It's hard to be a young second generation entrepreneur in that setup where a lot of the employees maybe are kind of uh, loyal to your father, but now have to work with you. What did that teach you? What was some of the, there must have been character building experiences at that time. But can I'm you just sure. kind of take us through some of that. Uh, you know, uh, especially when I got in first, I, you know, I thought I was dad's third eye. Uh, uh, overlooking everything and what he missed out is something that I'm going to get Enthusiastically, I used to keep telling him, you know, I think this manager and our dad is doing that. So, that would sit me down and say, you know what, this he's someone who's been with me for 10 years. I know exactly what he does. I know what he takes away. That's his need. If I provide him, still, it's our habit. But I let that pass because wow. I don't want somebody else to come in, somebody I don't know. And, and, a known, I wouldn't say criminal thing, but a known offender, someone you can still handle uh, uh, as as compared to the unknown. Correct. So keep a check on it. Keep a watch on him. Tell him in your own subtle way when you have to. But I know how much he sends home because that time uh, money, order. money orders were there. Uh, they were only phones, so you know how you could control. You knew, he he understood what the kind of clothes he wore. And how many times did he change? So he was aware of all that. So he said, keep yourself abreast of all that and everything will be fine. And then let it go. Trust them. Because if you don't, it won't work. And if they've done something, if he's willing to change, give him another opportunity. But if it was like, you, like you're doing. You know, we just had a quick chat and you said, if one of my kids want, wants to leave, I'd let them go. I'd let him fly and say, let me invest in you. Because there is a part, I mean, they didn't have that opportunity then, but he let him grow, and he said, this is your extended family, this is the team that you have. If he's in another area, he will always be indebted to you. So he let all that happen. And because he let all that happen, my mind started getting comfortable with anything that happened in, in, in my life. It's like if somebody left you and went, it never hurt you. Huh? Because you said yeah, that's okay. Yeah, he go kar i I Leave it. Somewhere down the line, it set my mindset. And see, we were the oldie business. So it was cleaning table. It was small business. Fifty paisa, sixty paisa. Tea, coffee. I would sit on the counter with all those coins. And I had a friend of mine who came one day, and and I was eighteen then. And uh, to the outside world, pastry parlour was the world. We were these stallions there. Long hair, body shoddy, everything fine. <laughs> and you know, girls probably walking around to make sure that they had a glimpse of us in the evening. That was what growing up was in South Mumbai. And here I was in this side of town, you know, doing my bit with my dad, shouting for idli's and chais. And this friend of mine came in and he saw me and he started laughing. He says, This is what you do. <laughs> and I said, Yes, this is what I do. I do this for a living. And when I went back to, in the evening, to, to the Wonder Worlds and the pastry palaces, everybody knew that, and he kept saying, hey, chai, chai, wala, idli, dosa. And I said, and I wasn't embarrassed. The best part was I wasn't embarrassed. So that day I was clear that I was proud of what I was doing. You know, whatever it was, because I was working. I was not doing anything else that somebody else was doing. And they were flying. And I remember telling him that one day, trust me, maybe it was the wage and maybe because of course you have that ego and you have that. And I said, you know, one day I'll be 10 times bigger than you are. I'm not happy about the fact that I'm bigger or smaller than him. But I'm happy about that fact that I kept that in me to say stepping stones for me and proud of what I did. So even today when I go to the set and nobody is there, I'm never embarrassed about being early or... Somebody is not waiting for me when I come in. I pull up a chair, I sit on a stool, I go somewhere under the tree and I go and sit down with my team. I'm comfortable. That comfort came from my to my... Yeah, that 16-year-old, 17-year-old, never tired. You know, open the door for every customer. Somebody abuses you and you uh, walks out. That says, don't get upset because this is your jurisdiction. Nobody's going to come here for a... 50 paisa, I did traveling, spending 50 paisa for that. So, your customer base is only this. If you work on it, it will grow. And it worked. So, I, I never took anything as degrading, even if it wasn't. But if anybody said anything when I started the bars, I was absolutely cool. And my martial arts gave me that patience, the strength. So, gangs operated, I knew. Let me not unleash myself. Then you have to take care of it. <laughs> but then but that was not overconfidence. That was confidence and and saying, you know what, let's make peace. Yeah. It's hard for a it's hard for an 18-year-old to withstand that kind of peer pressure. And yeah, but I did. I did. Because I was an athlete. Because I was a sportsman. Because I had the appreciation there for that. Because I was that is when everybody appreciated. I was 18 and I was training the Indo-Tibulton Police thanks to censor. I was training the Maharashtra police, thanks to Sensei. So, I used to go to more, uh, 90%. See, the highs are different in life then. I used to go to a club and I used to have all this uh, uh, bodyguards saying, come, come, come. See, you're like a legend at that age. That's insane. Yeah. So, that gives you confidence. That gives you pride. It wasn't the Mercedes Benz that, uh, uh, that somebody else drove in because I didn't have one, you know. So, I came on my bullet, but then when I walked in, I got that respect. So I realized early in life that there's nothing more powerful than respect. And when you command it through through real performance action and absolute. So I think I didn't think of all this then, but when I lie down, when I think, I think about my journey in life and from humble backgrounds, why we've come here, why uh, whatever has happened in life has happened. I realize it's because of all this and nothing else. So, you realize, only later in life, I probably realize, I'm realizing this after Dad passed away, that, Christ, what is the legacy that he's left here? Uneducated, came to Mumbai at nine, sat me down when I was in tenth grade and said, you know, but I have only so much. And I believe that educating the daughters
0: Mugli
1: is the best protective gear or weapon that you can give them. Because come rain, come storm, if they're alone, they need to hold themselves. And I still remember that conversation with him. And he said, what do you want to do? I said, I want to follow you. You want to go, go out to study? I said, no, you've got two daughters and this is your budget? Then the little one go. Not that I wanted to go because I was stuck to mom and dad. You know, I was a very secure child and I didn't want that security to go out. I won't move to another town, forget, to another country. But he sat me down then and he said this. So the takeaways are so... Today people say, uh, you know, uh, talk about... Daughters and education and them being equal. I think dad. Fifty years ago thought that way. Ki, Lakshmi. She's the one and that's how you see. You see the pandemic Yeah, There's a mother, the sister, the daughter who got us through everything. They client, they, they did everything. Even if we tried to do it, we did a shoddy job of everything. You know, but they kept us alive. They kept homes. Entrepreneurs came from here, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you add the and the swiggies and the Zamatos have grown it's thanks to yes. these homes that have sent them up that can also so grow it. yeah so oh. you know all all, all all for me all this here was a large part of you know uh, being an athlete being into martial arts protecting um, having sisters um, also kind of joining your father's business at an age where people typically would People
0: would do it five, six years after. Yeah. When they completed college, they would do it earlier. Was there a sense you speak with in almost all of, of, of your parents, especially your father? Was there a desire to emulate him very early and
1: seek seek his love yeah, yeah. through work? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mom and Dad, I needed to validate everything that they told me. And to this day, I believe that is the way it is. Uh... It's that bomb. never stopped me from doing anything. I I partied, I went out, I wept. She knew I was working. She knew I was trying to study whatever best I could. Uh, she knew that, you know, I wouldn't do something that would offend them. Uh, so, I, my, my... I mean, it, it's amazing how things work. I came home at four in the morning. My worry always was, Not that mom would say something to me, but but shit, mom mustn't have slept. And I opened the door and she'd be on that sofa, sitting, uh, no, sleeping, lying down with a pillow, which uncomfortable though, and say, you're okay, uh, baby, you'll eat anything? So I said, no, 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 are you sure? Yeah, did you eat? Yeah. You have to get up in the morning, do I have to wake you up? No, no, ma. Okay, and she'd go, that's it. So that made sure that I was responsible every time I came back. You know, so that th- this is how you learn, yeah. in school, it gives you nothing. This is how you learn. And this is w- what they taught me, you know. And then eventually to keep Dad happy, that was unwell for a bit. So I wanted to say, you know, Dad, you relax. I'll, 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 I'll do the work. And I didn't manage to do it. You know, I, I managed to get him comfortable, get him home. Early on time. For me, dating Mana meant working till 2 o'clock at night, one restaurant, next restaurant, third restaurant, Packing up at 2 and then meeting her at 2 at night. Well, how old were you? 20? 21? 20? And you guys were the same age? No, she was 2-3 years younger than me. She's 3 years younger than me parents were very fond of me. I had met them already in life only, and they are very, very uh, humble, very sweet, and they were okay. They knew what I was doing, you know, and that's the time. Christmas, New Year, at five I would uh, get back because that was business time, you know. So she accepted all that. What was the result? When I got married, uh, when I got into the film industry, when it's the time for someone to get most secure, the only way I could give a security is shadi garlo. I'm not going to delay that any further. So, you know, these little, 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 little things have resulted in having, well, you know, children that who are well-behaved, children who know what life has given them, children who are indebted for everything that they have. Thanks to such a strong mother, too. You know, because that's how she brought them up. That's the way she was with me. Not that uh, we haven't, don't have our fights and our powwows and all that. That's that's all. uh, You know, where do you get the conviction from to marry early? To to I just marry early. My parents were totally against it for nine years, yeah. So we saw each other for nine years. Oh, really? I I got married when I was 29, 30. Not that I got married early, but we stuck to each other, you know. And that conviction probably came from my parents. Where else? It can't come from anywhere else. It came from my upbringing in sport and the gurus that I followed, you know. And I always always believe that there's a guru, a mentor that you need in life. You know, it's that... It's like driving on a highway in the middle of the night and saying, "Shit, there's no light here." But that that when you switch that headlight on, you can see a good forty meters, fifty meters ahead, and you know say, "What am I getting into?" And then as you drive, that fifty meters stays, so that that you reach that goal because you have a certain set will go- uh, that is in front of you. So, having that guru life is very, very important. So, even when Aan and Athya were growing up, I looked at every teacher that they had. Is so, whether it's martial arts, whether it's dance, whether it's a, a teacher, I would always make sure that somebody came from a background that was very, very strong uh, when it came to culture, you know, who uh, was socially very aware that unity, that Diverse thinking was was there in them when they came because that's what would be and that's the little effort that you have to make as a a father because mama takes care of everything else. This whole myth about star kids is something that people need to. One or two of them are, are not the entire industry. You see most star kids today are the most well-behaved kids. Take an Abhishek Abhi Bachchan, uh, for example. You know, you take Anisha Deol, you take a Bobby Deol, you take... I mean, they are kids who are unbelievable. You know, I think so, that's... Those are the ones we should say are star kids. The yesterdays and todays stars and sudden star and kids is not somebody that I say, Stardun comes from the Kapool's UT Ranveer Kapoor. It it comes generations, the Chopra as you see an Adi Chopra, you know. See see the legacy that has come. You see a Dev Sab and you see Dev Sab's son. You see a Shamiji and you see Shamiji's son. You know, you see a Shashi Kapoor and you see Kunal and Karan. I mean that's legacy. That's those are star kids. They're very conscious uh, about everything because they know they're public figures. So they know that they have to be responsible in anything and everything they do. One of cases might happen. So I'm part of growing up Yeah, Everybody thought even Sanim Shati was a number one Bevuda when he grew up. And you know, I went to a party, and the first thing that would come is a bottle of whiskey to me. Because of the it was built. I didn't care about anybody. I had long hair, buttons open. I had a great physique and everything was good. I had attitude. But I never had a... I haven't had a sip of alcohol in my life. I haven't smoked. I haven't had chewed tobacco. Not in my life. That's insane. Am I talking about... And, you know, the audience for the barbershop, people are coming in to talk about business. And you become a you become a lot more public about it. But... You've been doing business and when Karan and I spoke about preparing for this conversation, he said, you know, Anna has been a businessman for the longest time and we spoke about the early early parts of uh, of, of your business career with your father. But talk about what, what being like, what running a film career, which was such a high profile, you know, career, which took away a lot of your time, uh, energy and, you know, mind space. At the same time, involving yourself in businesses throughout your... You've kind of been very consistent about it, You and Mana both. So talk about what those businesses have been, what are the failures, what worked well, what are the the learnings. I'd say more failure once I became an actor. But experience and learning. Failure, I'd say, you know, because when my first film release, one of the topmost uh, uh, critiques then, who ruled the rules? And what he said was... the so-called truth, uh, wrote me off as wooden, said he should go back to selling idlis. And these are the words, this this is his his review. And uh, go back to his would be, he's better there, will never make it. My film was a blockbuster. My film was a hit. Sunil Shetty was accepted as that action hero. But here's someone who's newer, uno you know, and one of probably the only uh, writers, the most powerful publication, writing, go back home. And uh, I was upset. I was very, very upset. How old were you we with that time? Thirty. I, right. I started late. And uh, I said, yeah, this is not fair, you know, uh, because every kid believes that he's the next Mr. Bachchan. You know, and that's the journey and that's how he's... Why would I... I'm anyways who's someone who I always say, I'm not going to go back. And that's the way I've always been in life. Uh, and But then when I went back to the drawing board and I stepped back and uh, sent, why is he saying this? When I analyzed it, I had done six days of uh, acting school. I had never done anything in school, really. No drama, no play. I was this one tree in school in that one play, and I was, so I said, yeah, he was very harsh, he didn't need to be, yeah, but he had said that, and I said, you know what, maybe this career might not go anywhere, so let me stay invested in business, because you need a backup, because dad always says you should have a backup plan, this is some, an alien world to you, I'd never seen the insides of the studio, you know, whatever little was walking the ramp, because of, uh, the personality and doing a few ads here and there, but never seen a film studio, never played a character. You know, playing yourself and being, more, being a model, being stylish, all that is okay. Uh, but uh, playing a character, a skill, it, it, it is, is a skill. So I need to work on it. So I said, you know what? Let me stay invested in what I'm doing. Because, anyways, dad was at the restaurants, my partners were running mischief, and it was a very, very successful business. And that only got enhanced, you know, when when I uh, when I went into this train because it got that publicity. Yeah. Not realizing that finally I was the one who was doing also doing all the merchandising, so merchandising started dropping. You know, so the after effects you see, but over a period of time, it takes it took two three weeks before I said, you know what, take everything because I can't manage it and it's not living up to the expectation. So I continued the business from a security perspective. Saying if I have to fall back. But at the same time, said, How do I learn my acting now? Can't go back to acting school and take a break because then the more you did, the more successful you were. So I signed films and I started doing identifying stunts. That was your act separated the man from the boys. And that was my standing when they said, Yeah, yeah, he pavel he, yeah. He building se hai, ye karta. And I did all the stunts myself. I took a stunt double, then we. So that he could get paid in the end of the day and not for any other reason. Because otherwise, I had a stunt double with me all the time, but only for this. So baki karta tha. So that I got that image. And I finally got that image of an action hero. I was stable. I learned my craft during the way and and I settled. You know, and and that settling was finally what set me up. And that's why I keep saying I'm still learning. Acting is something that you keep learning. It changes. It's like fashion. It changes with time also. Yeah. You know, and uh my fashion sense kept me going because of mischief. You know, that merchandising I did there, I started doing it for myself. and so people started appreciating the clothes that I used to wear and the style that I had. So you 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 I managed it that way. Business was because of that, and then I started investing and trying to do business from that uh, studio, and it didn't work. It started failing, so a lot of the businesses I probably did failed uh, uh, earlier on, Uh, but I then realized that the only thing I could secure myself with my investment is invest in real estate. My father always said that when you invest in real estate, don't invest in apartments because the house is the only one you live in. The rest never appreciates and return is very low. Connect. Invest in commercial properties. Invest in 60 feet wide roads. An uneducated man telling me invest in 60 feet wide roads. Invest where there's growth, there's train, there's travel is easy, and where there's high streets if you can. Don't get into a single gala, get into a double gala because you need one for display. place. So the MN. MNCs look at that. So then I started investing in real estate, and I said, okay, that's my safety guard. So the real estate grew, the interest grew. I didn't have to take care of the land as long as the paperwork is good. Your name is there on on that board. Let it be. But then came that period when there was a lull in my life, and uh, I said, you know what? Well, now rather than take on cinema. Let me get out of it completely and start doing other things. And that's when I started dabbling in other stuff. And then it fortunately for me worked one brand, two brands. And then if I invest, if I had invested in in someone like you, I'd grow thanks to you. You know, so I realized that a, a good founder with a good management backup is better to back than to try and do something on your own, set up a team because you're not there at the helm of affairs. And a lot of times, you're a master. I, I am, I only am invested in brands, people, you know, the brands that I have the knowledge about, the business that I have the knowledge about, the experience to give or the marketing skills to be able to support that. I never go in as purely an investor if i don't know anything i'm not interested i know this could be a unicorn tomorrow i won't be interested because that's my that's the way i am i don't dabble with stocks not interested i have the best of friends i have everything i have all the information but i won't because i believe nahi matlab me is aur matlab nahi hai to mujhe faida nahi hai you know i completely like like in mujhe so i let go but here it's it's best to do So initially it was, yeah, great founders, good ideas, get involved. Then it started, great founders, great investment, great management team, then get uh, involved in it. Because that's the gap that I see today. Good ideas, money, but the management skills missing. People, like even yesterday we were discussing this at length, that the ability to keep a senior team so... uh, Avnish really nicely called it Org 1.0, Org 2.0, Org 3.0.
0: Org 1.0 is hustlers. yeah Org 2.0 is hustlers who can think. Yeah. Org 3.0 are thinkers who can make others hustle. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's very hard for the same founders to put on three different hacks in the same company because the company is growing. Yeah. What we do today as a one crore organization is very different from what we did
1: as a 30 crore. True. And we have to learn a lot more to do something at 1000 crore and so on. So, I completely agree. But some of the intrinsics you can see early on. Um, but coming back to, and I, I want to dabble on your investments and how you think about working with founders in depth also. But one thing that you said about differentiating yourself from the others, and I would, you don't, you don't call them as competitors because they're all actors, but you're all vying for the same roles which are limited. So, it is a demand supply thing. And you differentiate yourself by being someone who did death-defying stunts and being an action hero. But this coincided with athia being a one, year old child. So the young father, I'm assuming, I'm just trying to put the dots there, you got married at 30, she came out a year later and you were doing death-defying stunts. That was tremendous risk-taking with maximum upside, but that's entrepreneurial in its own way? Absolutely. Would you do it again? Uh, I won't let my kids do it. I would do it but I won't let my kids do it. And that's what fathers are all about, you know. And I was I was conscious, but never once did Tia or uh, Mana know what kind of stunts I've done. Oh, really, not once. I never took anything back home, never ever, even today. Any kind of stress, business-related or otherwise, I'll never uh, take it home. But if I'm genuinely low or upset, Atiyan and Mana will be the first ones to know everything. You know, and uh, that's the way it was even with Dad. If I did something, I went and told him, Dad, I think i have beaten up a cop. What do I do? I said, really? Why? Gave him the reason. He says, to hell with it. We'll fight it. You are not wrong. You know, so, and that's what my father always said. He, and he stood by me for anything and everything. We, we were at a time where the underworld was rampant here. You know, and I, I used to get calls and saying, I'll do this, I'll do that. I stole muse back. You know, I had cops telling me, Suning, you're crazy, you don't understand, they'll get upset and they could do anything. I said, but I'm not wrong, then protect me. What have I done? They want me to work in their film, they want us to go to places that we don't want to go to. So that's the background I came from. That's my that was that was bad for me. That was wrong for me. You telling the truth? Look in my eye. I tell that. Okay, don't worry, they'll come and then say sorry or if I've done something, you know, that that the intentions were right but had gone wrong, they would stand up for me. And that's the way mana and me are as parents, nothing. I would blindly believe An and Athiya with what they did. Probably go say sorry for, even if they, they were right, we'd go say sorry, but I will never, never uh, not trust them. And uh, that, that's the way it was. So, I never told Athiya uh, what I've done, and I've done crazy stuff. I've gone crazy stuff, you know, and uh, got injured, got out of it, you know, self-healed, you know, and that's why from a fitness perspective, I always say time. Time is the best healer, even physically it is, you know, if you if you work on things, right? Amazing. I want to talk to you about founders who have invested in you. Obviously, you invested in Beardor which is a company I admired and was very jealous of for a long time because we st- they started, I think, a couple of years before us. They were always bigger than us. Yeah. I remember your face being on the pack, and I remember going, up. we were a seven-member team. I'm like, guys, uh, you know, a face of someone who's aspirational on the pack is just such a smart thing. Why can't we think of this? I remember that investment very personally. But there are a lot you've made. You've done it. You've co-invested with, you
0: know, with partners. You've done things on your own. Um, and you speak about founder and management teams. You speak about great founders, great management teams, great ideas, and I would put
1: idea and market in the same bucket. So that is the, you know, the 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 troika of of early stage investing. But talk about some of the memorable investments which taught you something, because you seem to be someone who also likes to get involved. Oh, that's that's one part of it. I don't want to dwell in uh, in in detail, but uh, uh, because they're all growing uh they're all doing well so each one needs to be uh taken care of and spoken about equally but you know uh if, if i mention a few probably around like uh, like like twitter you yeah. know what they did what the idea they came with the changes that we brought about what we're thinking of now how how do you evolve do you, do you peak or or can you evolve and yes you can evolve even further uh, create bigger valuation uh, there's Body First, uh, which which is a nutraceutical brand that that I got into in the, in, in the peak of the pandemic. Yeah. You know, absolute no sale happening, nothing happening. Got into it, grew it, now is is growing and growing beautifully. Uh, uh, so there are quite a few, but uh, you know, I let it be, let them, let them grow. When you think that I have to do intention, idea uh, uh, the, 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 need gap, uh, and of course, uh, uh, whether how do I fit in? Can I make a difference? I he I'm mm-hmm. face that I want to come and listen how can a you know, something that I'm excited about now. Just the other day, we launched, uh, why app, mm-hmm. you know, a, a food service app, zero commission. Really, set in Mumbai now. Already, now you, is it? yeah, already having two to three thousand uh, restaurants on board, and uh, i people. Uh, there was an, you know, the, what the aggregators have done over a period of time is given a time during the pandemic. Uh, there was a problem. Uh, they gave, gave a solution to the problem, and they grew and they grew and they grew. And then when you have VCs backing you. Uh, you have to deliver and deliver and deliver, correct? You lose heart at times, you know. And when you start losing your heart, the solution started becoming a problem because... And the problem was at my end because I'm a restauranter by heart. So, start losing 20, 25, 30 percent. So, what do you do? Sit with them and say, you know what, let's create something that that can take care of the problems and it's the the beneficial uh, 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 beneficiary can be the customer himself so today they've they've created this app we're working on it uh, there are a lot many uh, in that space but i know we'll make a massive dent and that's the vision of the prime minister ya, ki sabka sad sabka subka vikas, you know and 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 one india one people so, we've begun with the restaurants, the restaurateurs. It's a small team, robust team, very, very good. And whether it's marketing or customer acquisition, we know our numbers. We know our numbers because the restaurant are, are our partners. Every association is now getting associated. So, all you need is that customer base that is already there. You know, and you're onboarding your customers, too. So, both sides. Are being covered brilliantly and the kind of response i have got from people saying what how when can we can we get involved is insane and it's been two days it's been covered all oh, over by everybody and anybody and wants to cover this is separate is it yeah it's separate 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 because o dc i'm like yeah it's become yeah. chaotic right yeah. like, yesterday i was on the matrix team and they were telling me about how there's a app called namayatri in bangalore ah. have you heard of it this is basically the entire auto union in Bangalore. Who have to give 25, 30% to Ola Uber, are not able to do it. So, Namma sits on top of Ondc. Ondc basically decouples everything yeah. from payments to supply to yeah, yeah. So, seller buyer now become connected without a middle person. Absolute. And now, now the other issue that came up is now autos earlier in Bangalore, if you were ever take autos in Bangalore, they were notorious for charging extra. Like like they sure. didn't go by meetup. Ola Uber reduced that. So now. Everyone believed it. Now, again, the seller is setting the price. So, again, the buyer is feeling that now prices are going up. So, this volatility of democratization will yeah. take some time. But amazing to hear. Because the restaurant are involved. Well, Ahar is involved. A lot of the other associations are joining in. So, I think within the next week, two weeks, three weeks, you'll have 5,000, 6,000 plus restaurants here there. So, it's, it, it's what the RPs did, did earlier. earlier. In- what the, the, what the IRPs did was they were affordable the uh, hygiene levels and cater to mass uh, India. you know so if if you had a be around you, you knew that lunch dinner and uh, breakfast was taken care of at the right price always. So this is right price always. Restaurants are benefiting. We're not t- telling you go with this delivery partner, go with that delivery partner. I would want to say Mumbai has always been fed with by Dabawalas. Bring them all uh, also on board. Give them an opportunity also. So suddenly, the world is opening up. I spent bring two days to launch. You know, and uh, and, and, and I know uh, we'll do well because the plans are great. The, the boys are great. Puna, uh, uh, boys from Pune again. You know, so Pune, Pune yeah, yeah. And, and a smart one. And a smart one, you know, and, and and a great place to test and and test waters also, but we began with Mumbai, so we are there, you know, and and also because automatically, I have people are coming to me. Even see, the Beero story happened uh, started as a as an endorsement, and I said, you know what? I don't want money. I'm not interested in money because that will that will stay with me for a year, and then you will get the next kid on the block and you can say, you know, step down and let me come in. I said, I don't want to be that. After year you take anybody you want, but I want to be a part of this journey. Because that is my journey. It's, it's because yeah. hey, makeup, beard, everything matters a hell of a lot. You know, and I was one of the first few people who, who invested with Alam. Hakim uh, Alam, you know, invested in his talent and because of the human being, he was not to make money. But today, Alam is a league of his own. You know and every star he calls himself a star because he's got alum uh, with him and and doing his makeover so all these little little things that are always invested in people and the kind of people for me it doesn't matter it takes six months to train and like you said you learn on the journey you learn on the journey and no coach they about coach they it's more beyond than anything else it's your journey and your skill as an entrepreneur and the time that you give to Anything that you do, you know, once again, dad always saying, love your work like your own child, you'll find your way. That child will will come to you and stick to you and grow with you. So that's how I look at it. So I'm comfortable in the space of health and food, wellness, entertainment, sport. So that's where I'm at. And if I were to think about it, I think a lot of it comes from the restaurant business where man on like interacting with customers and and serving customers with food that is for them the be for the day is important. But talk about where that value system comes from and what you have gained from it. Even though you didn't want to gain from it. But I mean the goodwill today, uh thirty-two years in the industry, probably six years, seven years where I didn't work. I did not work at all. I didn't work, work at all, not because I didn't want to, because crap was coming and I didn't want to be associated with crap. Because finally, when you start doing shit, you end up there, you know, and you dilute yourself. So I said, you know what, step back, forget about it. Shit is coming, don't feel offended. You, you've created this situation for yourself. Uh, you didn't know where to place yourself as a brand. Well, i Am I valued here? Am I valued here? You make those mistakes, you know. Emotionally, I made a lot, uh, so I stayed away. Then came the pandemic, I think two, two, two and a half years of the pandemic, then the after effects of the pandemic, and in that six years when dad was unwell and all that. Over seven, eight years, I was nowhere. But it's only this side of me that that kept me alive. It's the media, the way I probably interacted with each kid, you know, growing up, all of them today are editors or top journals or somebody. So everybody remembers that part of it in your in their journey. And even as a child, you go to a particular place, it's, it's the memory that is created there that stays with you. Yeah. For me, it's the streets of Mangalore and the, the, the so-called uh, uh, by lanes of Mangalore, the backwaters, that I've always stayed and I've always wanted to be associated with. Like that people leave an impression on you or Jimmy uncle would leave an impression or that. So that has always stayed with me and because dad was that, you know, uh, I always, of course, my hero, so he, that's the DNA I, I come from. So people have always mattered to me and it has never mattered to me and I've never believed i built a relationship expecting uh, something from you, even in the film industry. As a matter of fact, that was why I, I, I wouldn't say uh, that that was a negative part of me, but that was a certain weakness that I had, that if I succeeded with someone, I would never call that person saying, take me in your next, unless I believed that you know, I, I deserve to be there, which is wrong, which is, which is something that I should have done. I should have marketed myself right. What? But how do I look at it? Ahan, uh-huh. Athiya, can I give them that side of me Or can I use that side of me to to help them with whatever it's not that they need that help? But if they ever need me for that, you know, and and 10 years, yeah, media still wrote about me. Nobody writes about anybody unless they are of some value to you, you know, and you get space in news and anywhere else and everywhere else only because they value you and they believe that you make a difference to them. It kept me alive and it's my relationship probably, probably, probably that. One very interesting thing which a, which a mentor, investor told me was and it sustained with me throughout, which is something which you also seem to
0: embody, is identify good people, do everything you can to help them without expecting anything in return. The only thing you should expect and
1: explicitly tell them is, please do this for good people you meet in life. The world becomes a better place. I mean, I don't think you even have to tell them because people start realizing that on your wife. They say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and this is something I think my mother-in-law taught me to give, give, give and never expect. You know, she ran this organization, Save the Children in India, which is in her name today, the Vipala Foundation. And She said, give and forget, accept and never. You know, and when she passed away, she sold every bit of her jewelry to help her kid only showing that she gave it from her own pocket. All these little, little things is, is what you take in and build your own character. And uh, it, it, for me, as workline magic, today, I could go to any place, wherever I go to, whether it's, it's Dubai or any other place, if there are people that I know, people know, you know, what, the media carries about you, or what people carries about you, reaches wherever it has to, and I'm treated the same way. Today, you have become the big brother and Anna for everybody. So even in in, in a place like that, they say, Anna, and the minute they say that, you know, everything has changed. And it's worked. And when something works for you, won't you make an attempt to improve upon that? You know, whether it's your own own product in a certain bit of your range that has worked, you try to improve upon that because that's your acquisition and that's your uh, customer uh, return, a uh, reason for them to come back to the table for you, yeah. And that's the same thing with what you do, you know. And when you get appreciated, you feel, no, this is I want to a good So, that's a good thing, because thin line. Hota na. Main, thin line hoti hai. industry very that there are gorgeous women out there. So, I can, it's very easy to cross over. But then when you think thin line, you've got a beautiful wife at home, you've got a daughter, you've got a mother who believes that you're not going to mess up uh, anyway and let the family down. For any... So then you stick to this side of the fence. You know, so everybody is conscious about everything. You know, unless you're stoned all day and don't know anything. With, uh... yeah. no, but that's not even uh, Rockefeller, one of the greatest philanthropists, if not the greatest philanthropists of all time, said this very... Poignantly, which probably resonates what your mother-in-law also says yeah, or, or said to you, which is a man who dies rich, dies disgraced. Absolutely. It's a, it's a very extreme way to... but pop- well, it, it is true also. It is true. And yesterday I was in a conversation with my friend, My friends are my childhood friends. Sixty years and plus. Wow. Friendship. And we still meet. So yesterday my wife asked her, oh, we're going for a boys' night out. Boys' nights are means just us. Officer, they their home. And we're only talking what happened. Childhood and, and stuff, so half an hour laughter sessions, nothing else. Yeah. And that's where we were telling a friend of ours, I said, You know, finally, and not having enjoyed life or not giving back or not making a difference, other than that, that it doesn't work, you know, it doesn't work. It's not a little disgrace, but I think you haven't lived your life there. What gives you energy, Anna? Like, you know, uh, we're talking about playing, you know, you are in office on Saturdays and Sundays. You are giving your time to founders. You're giving your time to family. You're giving your time to all the people who, uh, you know, who who, who matter uh, to you. But what gives you energy to... To keep doing that like where do you derive energy from of course happy, well. from workout training and the the happy uh part of it I mean it 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 gives me joy because i've never i've never believed that i need something in return for that and i honestly because of that it, it gives me the high and it could be and i'm also always joking i mean even when we started today i think the kid didn't understand when i said it, it was so everybody else in Lenny Fox, I saw a little, a little nervous. So <laughs> yeah. So no, she was there yeah. that Yeah. So I saw that and then I, I said no, no, no. It'll it, it take a while. Because once they told they were wanting to do all this. Yeah. You something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something is wrong with You know, great, great, do that. And that's the atmosphere I keep even doing it. So I like I said, go Probably right environment, right people. Uh Great and a very strong family, well friends, friends. I think all that energy keeps you going. And friends who are doing 10 much better than you are, you know. So for me, it's always wow, yeah, how much they've achieved. They yeah, are unbelievable. Some examples of people who inspire you a lot, or people who from other walks of life maybe who inspire you. Oh, of course, this dad. Then like my heroes, you know. We've all, I've also mentioned this uh, on LinkedIn, like a Sunil Dawaska. Luke taught me what standing up to anything and everything was 1971. Throughout throughout his career, no mm-hmm. helmet, playing the fastest of bowlers, playing them with such grace, leaving the sport, but still playing for India. You know, he t- take on Jeffrey Boycott, he take on Tony Gregg. If they tried to mess around with India and India talent, always there for them. Uh Sajai Purvey's mystery, even today at eighty and eighty four is He's here when it comes to fitness. Really. Uh, the true guru, the true mentor, the true teacher, there are a lot who came after them, uh, but never be never were able to create that kind of an aura around them because because he taught, he genuinely taught, he wanted to teach. And all that he had he'd give you and then what you have with you, you would probably be a doer and better than him. But he, he let that uh, happen. You know, my cousin Sudhir, When everybody was into the restaurant business, his father died when he was 19, mother had died earlier, had a restaurant of his, but at the same time, ventured into doing something different, you know, real estate business and succeeded. So, everybody used to run him down when, when, hey, he's doing this, why he's doing this, he ruined everything Uh, and he lived life, drove the best cars, did everything. Oh, he's, he's overspending, he's doing this. What? Remain steady, rock steady family. Killed it when it came to business. So I looked up to uh, to him. You know, so so there are a lot of people who who inspire me, and I see the good in in good in a lot of people. Because if I start seeing the negative in people, there's nothing to take away uh, in anything. It is food and it is on the table, and I say, man, you're a karaber. So I think. That's my personality, you know, and uh, I'm glad I have that kind of a personality. Because money, uh, losing money, and uh, business going kaput is never mattered to me. I've said, i have always like, "Okay, I do tension relationship needs जावे यार You know, i I'd, I'd say sorry to somebody if i've screwed up there you know i'm i'm very clear about all that so do you trust easily very very easy, very easily and that's why you see you know my career industry i trust means they didn't cheat me but i believed in them trusted them and went ahead with it got stuck with some producers producers wrote kitchen chalau, didn't have the right funding so even if they made a decent film, could market it right, you know? So that hits, overall that hits. Trust hits you there, you know? So trust has to be has to be balanced with, the, with okay. or the clean eye and observation, yeah, okay? Are the other things uh, okay? Trust helps you build that relationship and for things to grow, but when it goes wrong, then it gets difficult. If the founders, you are backed, uh, Anna. Uh, and the ones who you've kind of enjoyed working with or you've seen become successful, uh, either as investees or, or as partners or as people who are kind of uh, in, your, in your circle of friends, do you find characteristics in them that are common or are they all very different? Or do you feel no, that- they, they're common, whether it's the focus or being conservative with what they do? You think yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot of times people celebrate flamboyant founders, all of that, right? But no, 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 no. no yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's and in today's time, it's only proven that uh, you know, cash flow is everything. Being conservative is about everything. Money doesn't come easy, and especially when it comes from from a lot of the other VCs who who come in at at various stages, it gets more and more difficult, complicated yeah. to be able to deliver. And then you're you're doing things without a heart. So being conservative, being making sure that. Uh, it, it doesn't, it's not about how you travel, where you travel, how much you travel and the more that you travel in as compared to keep keeping in mind what the needs of the business are. You know, I mean, I think if, if there's one business you see uh, uh, going nowhere, rather going to jail, uh, most of the founders and uh, uh, owners is the business of real estate. Yeah, you know, people believe that anything would sell. People believe that any kind of money that you raise uh, would be would be taken care of. Then used money for a particular venture and for other ventures and not being able to do anything. Yeah, you know, and that's that's what greed is all about. That's what uh, zero sense of uh, business is all about. When you have everything at, uh, in hand and believing that you can deliver without delivery dates, without. Uh, you know, I'll manage, I'll manage. management, I mean, I used to see more planes, uh, on, on, on that tarmat uh, three years and four years before that I would see anywhere in the world, yeah. you know, everybody wanting private jets, you know, because it's faster, it's easier, you know, maybe an hour in there and there, uh, in, on, on, a, uh, public career, uh, carrier, but, uh, Little, little things matter. I those completely. Matter. Agree. I think real estate is an interesting one because if you want to think of the business model, it's a cash churn business model. But what badly run real estate businesses, especially residential ones, are ones um, the difference between a badly run and a well done is significant, a, a very. And but the market is big because if you see the world's largest private equity companies are coming into India with large real estate portfolios with such high IRR. Bars, people that smart won't take that. Yeah. So Absolutely. if you run it well, conservatively are you so, so, so. fabulous. Beautiful. You have you have a wiki overall who stands for that here today. Correct? I, I mean, this is a wiki overall building and it's selling for a rupee, and some Wall, and you have some other brand being there not being able to sell it for 25 years. I completely so, so so it's it's about your involvement, the effort that you put in, I mean, your business is so competitive, yeah, but you're still growing. Yeah. You're still growing because you're invested in it, not just financially, but in, in every way. A blood, sweat, yeah, yeah, and without blood, sweat, there's nothing. So that's why I always say having the mind of an MSME is very, very important. Or, yeah, uh, so, Especially in real estate where your customer is probably saving for decades to put together that quantum to go and finally buy their who yes. Absolutely. You can't treat it with Absolutely. anything less than the most sacros and topical. Thank God for that and all these uh, uh, other uh, things that the government has come up with here. But you even look at, you're right. So if, if I look at businessmen or entrepreneurs from India who are, who have become large. For example, dmart DMART is a yeah. classic example. Yeah. Mr. Damani is such a down-to-earth human being personally. And you see that down-to-earth, conservative, cash-focused, customer-focused approach in every employee in dmart Absolute. And again, sliver-thin margins. So, what dmart is able to achieve in terms of value creation is so much more. Every other realist, uh, every other retailer in the country is struggling. Either there's consolidation or cash flow issues or whatever. These guys have just because of culture of conservatism and customer focus, they've been able to build such a valuable business. He's an individual. You meet him, you meet his family. He stays in three Basically, the building where I stayed in and that's what is his one of his first buys was. After that, DMAT and everything came on. But what a soul I wouldn't even say a human as a person I'd say what a soul he his family his brother his kids you know it's it's unreal it's unreal and when when such people achieve you know, you only want them to achieve more because somewhere down the line the country comes comes first people come first you know and and that that shows in in anything and everything that they do so. Very, very, true. If you do meet him in the lift or whenever you are uh, socially meeting, meet him. Do let him know that young entrepreneurs or young brands yeah. aspire. I i will. I definitely and will. And he'll be embarrassed even if I cut. Really. <laughs> <laughs> because he'll meet his team, right? He'll he'll be his friend. Friend. He's, he's like this. Really. Yeah, unbelievable. His brother, uh, his family, his entire family. You know, and uh, uh, he always says, This is the building that has got got me all the luck in the world, I'm gonna stay put here. And this simplicity, that's unimaginable. It's unimaginable. It flows through Anna. Like every yeah, company is yeah. like this. Yeah. You can't make out on the street show that this person is running a billion dollar PNL in You can't make out. Because that person was in like an American company or in like one of these Dubai, there will be yeah. Rolls Royce roll, 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 roll. Absolutely. On your eyes, you won't even notice him when if he's if he's standing next to you somewhere. he doesn't, doesn't want to be noticed. Yeah. Is that a cause of success or is that what extreme success makes you become? No, it it, it is it is your upbringing and what your DNA is. You know if that's what your DNA is, and that that is who you are, and that is how you're supposed to you have to, you're supposed to be. And you see that in every and business. There would be one person who who you who you look look up to, and that is that is a true mentor. That is someone that uh, you know one needs to follow, emulate, and 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 be. I mean, like in in the industry, you're talking about Mr. Bachchan. Yeah. And then the kind of personality he is, the kind of energy that he has, the discipline, the respect that he gives. So I think, think every mm-hmm. business, every, uh, you see sport here. Why is Rahul Rabat still God when it comes to cricket? It's not that he achieved mm-hmm. while he was playing. It's the legacy that he left even after that. As a coach now, or under 19 and so on, just as a cricketer. Just as a human being, you talk to any cricketer and they say, Rahul Ravid, yeah, you know, yeah, legend, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. So that's that's the kind of legacy one, one should to want to leave behind also. That you know, Jese, yeah. na, ke, ya, bhi log bole that That genuinely means that he's a well-wisher also and probably he's understood you also better, you know. Yeah. Yeah, with, with Dravid specifically, I think people call him lesser of a cricketer and more a student of cricket. Yeah. He's just so, he's, and people in the art world or in music or in sports, like this is where, you know, perform. it's a performer, yeah. Yeah. right? Um, many times people forget and I've heard this about Mr. Bachchan and KBC. Uh, I don't know who told me, but someone told me that before the shoot, he would be doing vocal exercises. Yeah. Uh, he would be like, and people would think that he's such a accomplished actor and personality that he can kind of, through just pure personality, just wing it. Which he Which can. Which he can. Which he can. But he was every time super well-prepared. Every word, the vocal exercises, warming up the neck, apparently, something he wouldn't do. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just and what you do with expertise, right? And also not taking anybody for granted. I mean, even which means he's very aware that his personality, you know, when you're in front of him, anyways, you don't know how to react, what to say, even as actors, you know, even as co-actors, you don't know what to do because that's the kind of impact he has on you. But he lets you, he's in so beautifully, lets you be so comfortable with him and with everybody around that you give your best for his sake there. And that's what you know, that's what an individual, that's what the leader is all about. Yeah. Andrew Flintoff said this beautifully about Sachin. That when I'm bowling to Sachin, I don't want to get him out. I just want to impress him. Yeah. <laughs> so I can imagine Mr. vasan having that show. Anak, uh, you know, as we reach the twilight of this conversation, I wanted to actually like kind of double click on, on where you see India. Because every conversation that we've had has had people who have been successful
0: um, through 80s and 90s and the 2000s when India, the growth of India economically, financially, culturally, socially, demographically was still
1: kind of muted. It was there, or it was muted. But over the last 15-20 years, uh, especially the last 10 years of the internet economy, infrastructure, payments, now we are talking about VAYU, for example, getting everyone um, uh, with zero commissions. There's just a generation of younger people who are now taking risks. Doing debt-defying things in their own way, Absolutely, right? Um, and suddenly we feel like the golden period for the country is now upon us, and we are seeing some some early signs of it. But from your vantage point, the people you work with, um, do you feel that that is real? Because India shining has been something for twenty years, mm-hmm. but is it now finally a real thing? And what do you, where do you stand on that? India shining twenty years ago, uh, ago was what they wanted to believe. India shining is what is what is happening today, whether it's the Aadhaar, whether it's the payment gateways, whether it's the infrastructure. It's got to be seen to be believed. You know, we travel, we meet, we we sit back. I sit back. I understand. I, I'm always watching. Uh, unbelievable! It is unbelievable. See, I, we work very closely, uh, thanks to uh, House of Stable, which is uh, you know. Very- <inaudible> very, very closely with Neeti I.O., Rattle Incubation Mission, Investing there, uh, IDEX, all these organizations. There is an intent here. There is somebody sitting up there and saying, no, I want to give back. You know, I want it to be done with. I want, it. there has to be an entrepreneur in every family. You know, uh, there is an intent. There is a definite intent. I was shooting in Manali and, uh, uh, you know, first go towards Roatang and all these other places with a five-hour, six-hour journey. Suddenly now, the tunnels have come in and in an hour, hour and a half, you, you're you in Erin, And the kind of in- infrastructure that there is, which means there are cafes, there are restaurants, there are hotels, there are tourist destinations, all but, growing. And this is just about happening. The next five years, I mean, we'll be, be flying here all over. And whether it's the payment gateways or do you see entrepreneurs today, and that's why the intent for me also—we just about test launch, uh, uh, launched launched uh, a setup with uh, with with Tata called Hargar uh, Karobar, Harhar Karobar." You know, talk about businessmen. So it talks about startups. It talks about MSMEs, giving them an opportunity to showcase themselves and their personalities because the reach is there. They've got the reach, which will move to the other platforms also, but. Because I see an intent. Because I see every time I go with something and say, you know, sir, this is something that can be done to the authorities. They say, karo, 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 karo That never happened. And never happened before. Uh, on top, it's beautiful. Below, there's a lot of uh, via organizing that has to happen, which I, I'm sure that will happen. With the, if the top is there, it'll happen, it has to percolate. And then we have to make an attempt at this level in our own way to make sure that that happens. And you'll see a different India completely. I mean, you see the products that are coming out of that today. See the finish uh, of of those very products. You see the young entrepreneurs, whether it's... I mean, when when kids go abroad and now come back and want to do... stay green and go into farming and all other uh, aspects of growth, I think we're there. We're very, very much there. And for me, other payment gateways, uh, communication and uh, infrastructure. When it comes to pure infrastructure, America is still that superpower because of the infrastructure that was created here. Yeah. So I think we are there. Every little individual has as a mobile phone, as the data, as the it's crazy. it's crazy. Who ever thought? I was I was uh, yesterday. We were friends. who were together, and they said, shadi shadi or I 크� hyGAN and Mexu's wife arrived, of your loan and what poses. Taves left the locker room. And the people leave an hour agoенных, and if you a Then theέram new women went the Then to Yeah. You know? I don't Like Karan said, the vaccination. Dry, absolutely. I mean, I have a notion sure that is proud. We didn't say we want it for ourselves. We said, you want it? We'll give it to you if you need it. Yeah. And we didn't give it. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, you know, so, this, don't watch. If, if I start talking, everybody will say, desh, 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 desh. Because people don't know. आप देख ही रहे हो आपकी दुनिया में आप स्टार्टअप्स की दुनिया में देखो आप इन्वेस्ट आप सोचो ये स्टार्ट भले आप कभी सोच सकते थे कि इतना बड़ा बनेंगे और आप कंपटीशन भी आओगे तो आप कंपटीशन को भी वेलकम करोगे कि आजा बेटा बहुत है यार आज कलेक्टिव ग्रोथ के काई पीरियड है इंडिविजुअल ग्रोथ का नहीं Correct. और के मैं बोलता था कि आप बना रहे it took a for everybody to realize. But we have to film tourism in Switzerland, tourism in Austria, tourism in Bangkok. We इस to film subsidies in Switzerland. What is the audience? Is here. So, you have to do a in the film. Aspire to do this. Movie. You have to do this. You have to do this. You लिए Suddenly, ben, Ma oh, that's parse, that, that, that's parse, that's the. That's when you see success, even in the entertainment business, in my own business. Yeah. Absolutely. And OTT, all these platforms are there, but it can never kill cinema. You know, cinema is is what is aspirational with OTT. Uh, to watch we go and we will it Absolute part. OTTs mm-hmm. are now subscribers hi hai, who are wow. doing distribution. Exactly. Cinema is the part. Yeah. No. And OTTs o- 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 are also distributed, but now we realize that the FPs are going to be able to do it. It's not a subscription. Hai, nahi. You know? Correct. But in the film, there is one more avenue one more model of distribution though you know from a revenue perspective so you india karo, export ki socho india karu consumer and you and yeah die hard fans of of whatever they they believe in and whatever they uh, take up well, i completely agree i think that's what we feel like the the golden period of the country is overlapping Economically, is overlapping with the prime of this generation's lives. Yeah, is overlapping with a demographic that is so that our median age is what, 27, 28. Look, these three things will Like, it'll 500 years later. And will again up yeah, or you're such a It's a very interesting, Go to be honest. If I, even if it's a white lie, Atiyah look at me and say, <laughs> An will say, really? Yeah, did you need to say that? No, baby, you don't need to. Don't. Value, whether it's pets or it's nature or, or travel or everything is... Let's be honest. I mean, that's why I'm trying to make sure that I don't leave anything for the kids that they are not able to handle. Even if from a real estate perspective, when we correct everything to give them... Because somebody <todic> says, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, so, it's okay, I won't give you money. You know, there's a generation that is coming up, in the next three, four years, yeah. you'll see this population down the line will happen through this generation. They don't say, no, we don't need it, we'll do it online, why don't we do it online? Or we'll report That is, that is going to happen, that will happen and, soon. This mobile, uh, this kind of, cheese, yes, will will you can't get it. 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 it. You can't get You You can't get it. You so, some and the shit What are you wearing? How can you do oh, really? yeah. it? Chose, nah? it shows, It shows. You know, that's thing, right? I think that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that you're so right because in this generation is able to,
0: if you're right, if this generation pays tax, even 20% more yeah. than the previous generation, that money yeah. goes to the government. That government money goes to public. Public money goes into
1: enterprise. It is very clear. Yeah. true. So it is where it actually starts. It yeah. I could government employment. It's not the result. Yeah, it's the cause. No, and and this generation will do. A lot of them say, hey you're lazy. We are not lazy. you are happy. you are working on time. Okay, family and they' are, they're masters of what they do so that's that's good enough and they're happy let's add this happy word to anything and everything that we do and what more so what they do you know they want to be happy they want to they, they want their time they want their cut of time they want everything which is fine which is fine
0: they also have a far higher risk appetite because
1: They just know that the safety nets are there. For that generation, they always know at 25, 26. You won't believe, Anna. Like, when I see young third-year engineering kids or third-year kids at Delhi University come and present, they have detailed financial understanding of their 3rd Like, you cannot imagine that you, that someone who's 21, 22, is able to understand finances something that we don't study yeah, sometimes. yeah absolutely Has understanding of the consumer has understanding of business models growth capital i'm women are coming in and I, yeah we're taken over yeah so look at that it's such a great feeling Yeah, you know and that's why when i saw all three of them also i kept thinking your dad know," because he used to always he used to always say this about sis and my younger sis also and it It was so, it turned out to be so true because my older sister lost her husband when she was probably in her early 40s, yeah. And he was, she was, of course, working, but he was running the business side of it. And her kids were teenagers or less, my nephews, and she took over because she was educated. and That's the only thing he had told me, he... You know, if something goes wrong, God willing, you know, she's educated, Buddhi ki jo shastra hai, aap lege bhi establish kar ho. You know, property will earthquake destroyed, wapis aap raste phe ho. Legin Buddhi, aap kahe bhi la adjust kar sate Which is so true. So he said, you know, I have only this much. The two of you or the two? So I said, no, the elder one and the Younger one, I'm fine. You know, I'll I'll manage. And I've managed and they've done so well for themselves. Oh, absolutely. I think I think it's important. It's important for the message to go out. Oh, yeah, as we as we kind of come come to a close, people who are watching sometimes they just need to hear it from someone else that it's it's okay and good to and it's right to kind of go and do something which is offbeat but disproportionate in terms of value creation. Uh, but people say don't take risk. settle pehne. Pehne for women especially there are 30,000 other uh, kind of considerations but the more data that's coming out we are realizing that women founders are far more backable because they will conservatively use money they're able to multitask better, they're able to so a lot of these things are getting broken, but socially there's still people still are kind of breaking out. A few words of kind of advice, encouragement from your side to to someone who's on the fence and saying, that Don't even think twice, get into it, because that's the only way you will also learn. That will be a process of learning only. And uh, now is the time because opportunities grow. And like you said, women on investors galore. You know, people wanting to, because I think that mother instinct, no, that that is something. I think from a product perspective also, that's how they treat it. You know, they get attached to it emotionally and otherwise, which is also good because which means you're going, you're going to invest everything of yours into it. So, I I think this is the best period. I'm I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it through my show. And seeing it through the interactions with government at various levels, we are, you know, an uh, actual golden period. And when it's a golden period for the country, it's got to be a golden period for us here. Yeah. So take that risk. Uh, but even if you want to venture into something that is inland to what everybody believes in, in your family, make sure you master that. You know a lot about it. Before getting into it. Just don't go into anything blindly. You know, for me, like I said, I've in, in the movie business I think I went to into it with sheer guts and believing that I don't mean. Do do especially in the industry. But uh, you need to master and know your craft before you do. Yeah. You know, whatever it may be. A boat is
0: always safe in the harbour, but is never living its life, uh, They don't want to be in the harbour for that. Yeah. True. True. No, amazing. This has been a fascinating conversation and so good to get to know you
1: personally, right. uh, you know, to kind of hear your thoughts. I uh, would love for you to come to our office sometime here in I, Delhi. I, I uh, but I'm really hoping people who are
0: watching uh, are able to take some inspiration from the work that you have done and the life that you have lived. And um, thank you so much for being so generous with your time, your thoughts, your
1: energy, and mostly your kindness and all the pranks you pulled on, on us in two oh, hours, I, I didn't. Do Did I? <laughs> See, the camera is saying no. Awesome. Thank you so much, Anna. Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. All the best.